brother! Ben, one of my all-time favorite Pixar shorts is the one that started it all. Jerry's Game. If you're not familiar with it, it is the very first Pixar short to debut in theaters and played ahead of A Bug's Life. And it tells the story of an old man who plays a very menacing game of chess with himself. An arrangement that would otherwise seem to guarantee he is the victor and yet somehow Jerry still needs to cheat in order to win? But I, I don't know, whatever Jerry, it's your Sunday morning, you do you man, enjoy yourself. Jerry's game was significant because it represented a large step forward for Pixar in terms of animating humans. It won an Oscar and it set a precedent for having a short to come out with each feature length Pixar film. And just one movie later, Jerry himself makes a cameo appearance in Toy Story 2 when he arrives to fix Woody and get him museum ready. Personally, I love this cameo. The chess pieces in his repair kit are the first Pixar Easter egg I, as a little kid, ever spotted. But that would be the last we saw of Jerry for a very long time until now when his fate has been revealed. Toy Story 4 is full of Easter eggs and if you want to see a video of all of them you can just click the card but in that video we pointed out what we thought at the time was a Jerry Easter egg right here behind the counter. Heck you can even see his chessboard in another part of the shop. But now upon further reflection I'm not sure it is an Easter egg. Like yes it is definitely a picture of him but but I don't think it's just a nod to the short. I think it is actually a nod to a real in-universe relationship that also sadly reveals Jerry is dead. Hey brother! Okay. Here's the thing, the photo behind the register stands out for a few reasons, but mainly because it's really just obviously not the kind of thing you would sell at an antique shop. Like I very much doubt that photo is actually even for sale at all. Instead, based on the fact that it's located right behind the register where the shop owner works all day and her relative age, I think it's much more likely that Jerry is her husband. But Jay, in a surprisingly in-depth twist of fate, we actually get to go all the way to the old lady's house and see that she lives lives alone. That is very true, but there are a few things to consider. If you recall, the idea in this video is that he's dead, so the fact that she is alone is actually to our benefit. Second, this house looks way too big for just one little old lady and looks much more like it was probably lived in by many people at one point and now she's alone because she's just the only one left. But that said, this whole sequence is happening inside of Ducky and Bunny's plush rush scenario, so it's possible none of it's even real, but I like to think that it is. Even if it's not real though, don't forget, we still know for sure that she has a daughter and a granddaughter in the form of Harmony. So at some point she must have been married. I will grant you that at one point we do get a pretty good look at her hand and she is not wearing a wedding band, but whether or not a widow continues to wear her wedding ring after her husband has died is really up to her. It's also true that just because she was married doesn't necessarily mean that she was married to Jerry, but there's actually quite a bit of supporting evidence that it was him, besides just the photo behind the register, which is already pretty compelling if you ask me. For one, his occupation was as an antique toy repairman, which is wildly specific, and he is very good at it. You can't rush art. Even from the first time he shows up in Toy Story 2, it surprised me that this occupation even existed, and he's so well prepared. He's got spare buttons, eyes, arms, shoes, this crazy unfolding paint machine. Like, wow, how do you even get all of this stuff to begin with?
with? The answer is by your actual job being working at an antique shop that accepts lots of old and damaged toys that you need to then repair before you can resell them. Even the location of the store helps our case. We know that Andy lives close enough to Al's toy barn that the toys are capable of walking there. And we know that Bonnie lives near Andy and that Bonnie's parents can only have been driving the RV for at most one day. So the shop is definitely close enough to the city where Al lives for this guy to make the trip whenever he needs him. And we know he's been there at least once to work on Jesse and Bullseye, if not many times to work on all of the other parts of the Woody's Roundup collection because the prospector tells Woody that he's going to come and fix his arm. Oh, it's just a popped seam, easily repaired. Plus, I'm just gonna say, in Toy Story 2, he already looked pretty old and at least 12 in-universe years have passed since then, so there's definitely time for something to have happened to him. So then here's a question though, if he is such a good antique toy repairman, why is Gabby Gabby still broken? I'm Gabby Gabby, and, and I love you. Given his talents, doesn't that alone almost prove he didn't work there? And honestly, I don't think so. If anything, I think Gabby Gabby actually offers us even more proof that he did work there. For one, we actually see Gabby Gabby give herself a touch-up in a way very reminiscent of how Woody was repaired in Toy Story 2, which when you're watching the movie does just sort of come off as vanity for Gabby Gabby, and maybe it is, but it is a skill she might have picked up from Jerry. Second, Gabby still has her box and accompanying book and yet is out of her box. What gives? Now, don't get me wrong, I know we've seen other toys get out of their boxes before, but you'd think if she was still in the antique shop and the store owners wanted to sell her, they would keep her in the box because it would keep her in better condition so they could sell her. At the very least, Jesse tells Woody that the prospector is still mint in the box, never been opened. He's mint in the box, never been opened. And yes, I know the prospector can get out of his box, but Jesse believes he has never gotten out of his box, which means that Jerry would have also come and decided that it was better to leave him in the box than to get him out and fix him up. Plus, Gabby Gabby must have arrived at the store in her box because she has never had a kid at all. Duke had a kid for all of like three minutes before he got forgotten, but he still remembers the experience vividly. Gabby has nothing like that. So what I think happened is she arrived at the store in her box, but the owners removed her from the box so they could try and repair her. And I'm also imagining that the box had a feature like this. Partner, my name's Sheriff Woody. So they could tell she was broken. Sadly, however, they were unable to repair her. Certainly, Jerry must have known how to, but could never find a suitable voice box to replace the one inside. He touched her up as best he could, but in the end, without the voice box, she never sold. And I think we know that Jerry knew how to fix her because Gabby Gabby knows exactly what's wrong with her and has no issue just pulling out her voice box, disassembling it and explaining it to Woody. My record works just fine. It's the voice box that's broken. And minor tangent, I don't know about you, but for me, it seemed awfully convenient that Woody had the exact kind of voice box that she needed. So we did some digging and discovered that Gabby Gabby is actually based on a real life toy called Chatty Cathy. Chatty Cathy was produced by Mattel and is a phrase you should not Google because oh my God, so creepy. But once you get over the creep factor, you can see pretty clearly where Gabby Gabby's inspiration came from. And with a name like Chatty Cathy, sure, 
sure enough, she, like Woody, could talk with a pull string. But fun fact, it's actually the other way around. Woody actually has a voice box like her because Chatty Cathy was the first ever talking doll. So really, it's actually no surprise at all that Woody's voice box is compatible with Gabby Gabby's because his is actually probably based on hers. Really knowing that just makes it more surprising they couldn't find a replacement voice box for her, but I guess if they did, that probably meant they just had another good enough toy to sell, so... But whatever, I'm getting off track. That's not what this video is about. This video is about Jerry and what became of him. And what I think happened is that Jerry was married to the shop owner, that together they owned the store and had at least one daughter and one granddaughter. Harmony. Jerry was great at repairing toys, but could never fix Gabby Gabby. And after his death, his wife continues to run the store by herself with a picture of her deceased husband behind the register. And if you need any further proof that Jerry himself has indeed passed on, consider this. Jerry's Game was the first ever theatrical Pixar short. And after his debut, the tradition would continue with a short accompanying every Pixar movie. Every Pixar movie that is until until Toy Story 4, where, like the man who started it all, their tradition died. And also, yes, I'm aware that Coco didn't have a Pixar short, it had Olaf's Frozen Adventure, but we're all trying to forget about that, okay? But in case you are saddened by this news, do not worry, Pixar has not abandoned the short program, they're actually producing more now than ever, they're just part of their Spark Shorts program. This is part of the way they are developing new talent, they've actually released three so far, all of which are available on YouTube, and all of which are really, really good, you should definitely go check them out. But Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think? Was Jerry married to the shop? owner and has he passed on let me know your thoughts in the towel section down below guys thanks as always for watching today's video please remember to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future pixar action from us if you want to see us rank all of the pixar shorts you can check out this video right here or if you want to find every single easter egg in toy story 4 you can check out this video right here seriously there's a ton of them but ben that's all i've got for you today man i will see you in another life bro